I think it's officially, um, I think we should rename the Black Metal Sphere the Kevin Samuels Osphere. It's because I don't think I've ever seen so many dudes in this space obsessed with one guy. And I'm not even talking about on some, some fruity stuff. Just the mere fact you got all these dudes in this space they can't create content that isn't centered around one person. Hey, what up, man? They can't create content that isn't centered around one person. It's it's unbelievable. It's like I'm looking at my 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 uh, timeline, YouTube timeline, dude. It's just nonstop Kevin Samuels, Kevin Samuels. I'm talking about you got dudes on. As a matter of fact, who's this, this dude? DJ Kuda. I've heard his name. I think he's the guy that always talks about microphones and stuff like that. This joker got an eight-hour live stream up there talking about Kevin Samuels, y'all. Listen. Is, I, what, what is the purpose of this? Never mind. Never mind. You got to give Kevin Samuels his props, man. This dude, I wish this brother the best. I wish this, I hope this brother goes on to become like a a massive super duper millionaire off this stuff, man, because it's it's just Yeah, I don't even know how to express what I'm trying to say. It's it's just amazing to see so many dudes get caught up in their feels about the success of one dude. Where everybody's claiming he's stealing his stealing their content. Uh, they don't, they over here pocket watching them and all this stuff. It's like, you know, I don't even know, man. I don't even know. I was watching, um, I was, I was watching Bernard Riley stream yesterday. They had Tommy Sotomayor popped up in there and then Angry Man popped up in there. You know, I could have swore Angry Man said he wasn't doing panels anymore, but you know, whatever. That's, that's for, that's another video for another day. But to see these dudes whining and crying over Kevin Samuels is is rather amazing man you know what I'm saying it's just rather amazing and everybody's like like I said everybody's like oh he's stealing my talking points well like I said before is he really stealing your talking points or is he really just borrowing talking points you probably borrowed from somebody else and put his own little spin on it and now he's found a way to make uh, tons and tons of money off of it in a manner that a lot of these other guys can't seem to do, you know, with the exception of Tommy Sotomayor. So I'm not even talking about Tommy, but I'm just mainly talking about all these other dudes, man. But it's just amazing, man, to see that you got this space, the black manosphere, which is supposed to be a space about helping brothers out, right? And then somehow it transformed into a space about whining and crying about black women all day. And now it's evolved into a space where they're whining and crying or they're, they're dick riding Kevin Samuels all day long. <laughs> this, is, this is just some truly amazing stuff, man, to see these dudes out here doing this stuff instead of just focusing on creating your, your own content, building your own audience up and hoping, you know, one day that, you know, you'll get to be able to do what the, the numbers that Kevin is doing or even just a quarter of what he's doing. The manosphere wasn't even supporting him like that. Now they got dudes like Tommy claiming his talking points got stolen, which is BS. Look, 
people are going to borrow people's talking points, steal them, whatever words you want to use. It is what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, what are you going to do to stop it? What are you going to do to stop it? You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? You going to, you going to take them to court? What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? My whole thing is just to, to see these dudes whining and crying is, is amazing. And it's like, are you whining and crying because he's, he's uh, taking your talking points? Or are you whining and crying because you're not as successful as he is right now? You're not making the cheese he's making right now. They're going to take him to court and do what? How are you going to take him to court? Because somebody said something on video and you decided, oh, I like that. And I said it. I, you know, I, don't think, I don't think you'll be able to take somebody to court. Is there, is there any legal precedence for that? You know what I mean? Like, I wish these people would get real, man. But anyways, it's just amazing to see it, man. These dudes obsess over this guy. It's like, you know, just go make your own content, man. Just just do what you do. Keep making your content. And eventually, you know, you, you, you'll be uh, successful in your own right. But everybody got to try to cry about him or they're trying to hop on his dick and ride the coattails so that hopefully they can get some of that fame and some of that notoriety and i'm just like i guess maybe this is the new wave in youtube whoever becomes the big man on the block everybody has to flock to that person and pretend like they've been down with that person since day one you know that's why that's why i don't that's why that's one of the reasons why i, I don't do none of that i don't i don't go on people's panels no more I think I've only did like what two or three panels my entire YouTube career. I don't do the panels anymore. You know, the most you'll catch me is in the chats, uh, the comment section, making jokes. But I ain't doing pan. I don't want to seem like I'm trying to latch on to somebody just for the sake of latching on to somebody. And then, because I don't want to be one of these dudes that's making videos like a year. Let's just say, let's just say, uh, K coaching blows up, right? He becomes like this. 100,000 subscribers, uh, he got like 100,000 plus subscribers on YouTube, right? I don't want to be one of these dudes making videos talking about, I remember when, when Kay was in my chat, he was giving me super chats and, and giving me PayPal donations. <laughs> I want to be one of the dudes, man, just sounding like, you know, it's just, just kind of like sounding like Ray J. When Ray J uh, was talking about how he hit it first with Kim Kardashian. I don't want to be one of them dudes. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, okay, so what? You know what I'm saying? So what? Kevin was in your chat. He was a fan of yours. I mean, now he, he he's obviously figured something out that you haven't figured out, and he's ran with it a million miles an hour, and now he's raking in bags on top of bags. Like, get over it, dude. Just, just stick to making whatever content you make that you feel can bring value to the peoples out there. But right now... It just seems like the, the so-called value is centered around what is everybody saying about Kevin Samuels today? And look, if you're Kevin Samuels, you know, well, I'm not going to say if you're Kevin Samuels, but Kevin Samuels, he has to be loving it because it just makes him more and more money. But everybody else, this is like, you know, I just don't, I don't get it. It just seems like a lot of these dudes are just super desperate to try to try to latch on to this dude just so that they can get a couple crumbs <laughs> that he may flick their way it's, it's kind of sad and pathetic if you ask me um so 
you know, I think this is the new direction, man. I think this is where, for the rest of the year, it's going to be nonstop Kevin Samuels talk, man. It's going to be very little originality coming up out of this space, man. Um, like I said, I was watching Bernard's Rally show yesterday with Angry Man, Obsidian. You got Obsidian out there doing Derek Jackson watch over there stalking his channel. They over there counting up the number of subs Derek Jackson is supposedly losing. It's like y'all sitting here laughing at Derek Jackson, right? Oh, he he has only 710,000 fans. It's like my nigga, he still has over 700,000 people subbed to his channel. I'm pretty sure Derek Jackson is still making a killing out there in social media. But I don't, I don't understand what all the, the laughing and bickering is about from a bunch of dudes that don't even have 20,000 or barely 20,000 fans are crying about. All right, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, what are y'all doing? The rooting for Kevin Samuels to win is, dude, this, they, they've taken this male groupie thing to another level. They've taken, and listen, this one thing, if you're like a, a youngin, you're like 20 years old, you're a male groupie, I, I might be able to let you slide because you don't know any better. But we be talking about dudes, 35, 40, 50 years old, on some male groupie stuff like this. It's like, come on, son. You really a male groupie at this age, this old in the game? Like, what are you doing? <sighs> Since Angry Man tries to shame Kevin's fans, that's one, Angry Man is one sorry dude. That is one bitter, sorry dude, man. All, <laughs> that's why he's so entertaining to watch because it's just like, you can just, you can just, no matter what he tries to say or do, you can just see the disgust on his face that he wishes it was him that was getting invited to all these, these talk shows, getting all this notoriety and all this, this uh, new fame and all this money. You, you. You can just see it. It's eating this dude alive to know that he ain't the uh, he ain't that nigga no more. I mean, yeah, his name still rings bells, and everybody, you know, he, he still gonna have this loyal, dedicated following of people that watch him. I even watch him, but you can just see it's just eating this dude alive, man. Like he wishes he was he was reigning supreme like that in this so-called uh, space. And I ain't even I don't even want to say it's his space because you know the numbers Kevin is doing. He's transcended black YouTube. You really think it's 800,000 people who sub to the black manosphere that are just watching him? Nah, Kevin Samuels has transcended uh, black YouTube and is now damn near a full-blown YouTube celebrity out in these streets. Like, that's just how it is when you got that many subs, especially if you're getting that many views on your video. He got a whole bunch of people from a whole bunch of different races, races watching him. It ain't just black folks, so. But, um. I don't know. I just kind of wish people would just go back to, you know, just making your content and just doing what you do, man. Building your audience up, creating content that the people actually want to tune into because you you out there preaching the good word about whatever it is you're talking about. All this, this Kevin Samuels, man, this is like, you know, the reality is for everybody that's out here making nonstop Kevin Samuels videos, you know, very few of you are actually going to make any money. Are not making any money, but very few of you are actually going to get your channels even bigger than what it currently is. Or if you do get your channel bigger than what it currently is, based off of him, it's just going to be known as a a, a a Kevin Samuels reaction type of channel. And I'm like, is that what you really want your channel to be known as? As a channel that reacts to what another man says because you can't seem to form your own thoughts and opinions 
outside of the scope of Kevin Samuels? Does that mean, is that what you really want? I mean, if it pays, then it pays. I guess you got to do what you got to do. But I just don't, I just don't really see the, uh, I don't see the point in it. Since Tommy wants his flowers, I think Tommy gets his flowers all the time. I mean, you know, that's another thing. Look, Tommy, he, he over here doing all this whining and crying. Everybody knows who Tommy Sotomayor is. It ain't like he's some random nobody. Everybody knows who this dude is, and he stays with an audience. Like, he'll lose a channel, and within a day or so, he'll have 20,000, 30,000 people who resubscribe to his latest new channel. So he, so Tommy King, he can get on with this whole flowers crap. Every, everybody knows who this man is. And he, he got a heart, he got a, a loyal, dedicated following out there that, that'll support him till the wheels fall off. Says so he has 20,000 people in his live chat. I mean, I guess, look, it is what it is. If, if Kevin has managed to cultivate an audience to where he can get 20,000 people in his live chat, What's the problem? <laughs> What's the problem? Doesn't everybody want that many people in their live chat? What's the problem? I don't see. I don't see. I don't see what the issue is. That's that's what everybody would love to have happen one day. But it just so happens Kevin has crafted an image and a style that attracts that those type of numbers. Everybody else has it. You know, those who are whining and crying about it, they have it. You know, they want to they wanna keep up the street persona. All right, that's cool. You can be the street nigga on YouTube, the street persona. Nobody's saying that you, you don't have to do that, but, you know, just understand that, you know, that, that, that might not go well with the masses, like Kevin putting on a suit and doing whatever the hell he does in his videos. It's just kind of what it is, V. It is what it is. Tommy has become the same type of black man he incessantly complains about in terms of bucket crabbing. Uh, crabs in a bucket. Look, Tommy's channels keep getting taken down because Tommy doesn't know how to filter his mouth on YouTube. That's why. If Tommy would stop going above and beyond to be so blatantly disrespectful to people, or to audiences by calling people out their names and doing all the crazy antics he does, he wouldn't have to worry about his channels getting taken down. But being that he chooses to be an over-the-top shock jock with the language he uses, well, he should have that already built in. That, that should be already a, a factor into his overall business model that you're probably going to end up losing channels. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... You know, YouTube will let you slide with a few curse words here and there, but when you go over the top with it, it's like, come on, son. <laughs> you can't be shocked that your channels get taken down. Look how you talk. That's just, you're just, in, you're, you're, you're begging people to hit the uh, flag button when you go over and go above and beyond. Like he was on Bernard's Riley's channel calling Game Changer the F word. You know, the, the, the F word that, that rhymes with flag. <laughs> It's like, come on, son. I'm not a fan of Game Changer that much either because I, mean, I think he's a weirdo, but even I'm not going to call him the, the F word, especially on somebody else's channel. And now you had, now you putting Bernard's channel at risk of you know, being flagged or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? But Tommy, he just doesn't know how to, he, he doesn't want to control. And look, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. But he has to understand, you know, you choose to be careless like that with your vocabulary. And the antics you do, well, as a potential consequence, you might get your channel snatched. 
because you're like doing the most to, uh, you know, to, to uh, you know, step out of bounds in terms of the YouTube policies. It is what it is. This is kind of how it goes, man. It's the same way while Angry Man never leaves his videos up. He wants to curse and, and start calling this. You, know, like you can do that. Nobody say you can't, but, you know, you can't be whining and crying when you can't, when you can't leave your videos up. That's why I, I get tired of hearing him say that. I can never leave my videos up. Well, you can leave them up if you stop cursing so much. <laughs> you can still be angry and not go all off the, you know, just, just lose your cool every five seconds. They don't want to do that. They want to keep it. They want to keep it real. I want to be a real nigga. All right, well, real niggas do real things, and the real things y'all need to do is recognize that the white man might take your channel from you. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's kind of how it is, B. Look at, all the, look at all the big YouTubers across every genre on YouTube. They got 100,000 into the million of subscribers. Very few of those channels have people just flying off the handle with, with, with this, this obscene profanity nonstop. Very few. Very few channels are get that big and start making a lot of money and have longevity. But they don't want to do that. And I'm not saying that they have to, but I'm just saying stop crying about why one man is successful and you're not. Look at your delivery. Your delivery is not, uh, it's not, it's not viewer friendly to the masses. <laughs> It's not ab uh oh, it's not advertiser friendly to the masses. So that's how this works, man. But they, they can't seem to get it. And so now they're just gonna whine and cry all day about Kevin Samuels. It's like, all right, well, you know, Kevin Samuels has obviously figured this thing out. And y'all don't wanna figure it out. Y'all wanna be Y'all want to keep it real. All right, well, <laughs> keep it real. Keep on keeping it real, player. <sighs> Cynthia G just calls F word. Hey, look, that's what they do. And hey, look, I'm not saying that they can't do it. I don't own YouTube, so hey, y'all do what they do what they do. I'm just saying stop whining and crying because you ain't getting the audience or the numbers he's doing. And stop using this, oh, he's stealing my talking points as an excuse. No. Everybody borrows from everybody. That's how it is. There's no original thought out there. There's no original thought out there, man. Like, all these talking points, Angry Man and all them talking about, they probably heard this from some old nigga in the barbershop. <laughs> Let's go find that old nigga in the barbershop that, that, that was, that was uh, spitting that ism. That Angry Man was like, ooh, I can put that on the show. I mean... The reality is they just refuse to clean their, clean their channels up, clean their image up. That's their problem. And they don't have to. But stop acting like, I wish they would just stop acting like they don't know why Kevin is as big as he is. It's because he, 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 uh, he, he took the same message and cleaned the hella and cleaned it up to make it more appealing to the masses. And they, they don't want to do that. So now they stuck where they at. Yeah. They've been reduced to uh, crying about Kevin all day long. I introduced Kevin. Kevin used to be in my panels. I got Kevin's phone number. So 
What that mean? Plenty of people. I'm pretty sure plenty of people got his phone number. What that mean? <laughs> so Kevin knows more class. I guess I don't really watch him, so I couldn't really tell you. But just based off of the things I've seen, his image is just more polished. His image, he has an image made for TV. <laughs> In the literal sense. What's up, Wacky World? This is interactive jealousy. Yeah, that's what it is, man. A bunch of grown-ass dudes jealous. It's like, y'all had y'all opportunity, man. Because, you know, remember a couple years ago, they was talking like, oh, we going, the, the manosphere is worth, remember everybody was running around the manosphere talking about, we valued the manosphere to be worth $20 million. I was like, where the hell they get these numbers from? Like, who's sitting around here doing the valuation of the manosphere? How do you even calculate that? It's worth $20 million. Now, here come Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels probably, a, listen, I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin's a millionaire right now. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a millionaire right now. Man, he looked like, looked like Kevin Samuels figured out the secret that a lot of these dudes couldn't figure out. So now everybody else is just trying to, you know, hitch their wagon to Kevin, hoping they can ride off into the sunset with this dude. Except that a lot of them just don't have any original content without Kevin. You know, God forbid, God forbid something happens to Kevin, right? Like some type of health ailment i'm not wishing nothing on to do so let me clear that up but let's just say god forbid something happens to this brother and he can't make content because he's in the hospital or he don't went on up to the upper room right what are these dudes gonna do for content what are they gonna do what are they gonna do what are they gonna talk about because you know it's like some of these dudes i remember when he when kevin first cracked six figures uh, with 100,000 subs, everybody was all super excited. Yeah, yeah. We, we all going to make it. We all going to make it. Man, Kevin done shot up eight times that number in the last six months. He, he over 800,000 subs. Some of, the, some of his biggest cheerleaders still ain't even cracked 20,000 subscribers <laughs> within the same time period. So it's like, are you all going to make it or is he going to make it? And you're just trying to ride his coattails hoping... You can catch some crumbs that are blowing in the wind because, you know, I, I just don't see it happening. I just don't see it happening. You know what I mean? You got dudes that don't want to turn their cameras on because, you know, that's the, let me tell you something, that's, that's the biggest thing right there. That's the biggest thing that's holding a lot of these dudes up. They don't want to turn them cameras on because the moment they turn them cameras on, everybody's going to be like, wait a second, that's the person that's been talking like this? Nah, B, you have no right to be talking. You out here looking like a damn gremlin. You ain't got no right to be talking as crazy as you talking. <laughs> so until, until these dudes turn them cameras on, you know, uh, that, that's going to hold them up right there. You got to get them cameras turned on, baby. If you want to be like Kevin, turn them cameras on. Let's see them ugly mugs of y'all's. But, you know, that ain't going to happen. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, you got a couple that'll turn them on, but you know, whatever. <sighs> Just can't they put them all because it'll sabotage them? 
I wouldn't either. I would listen. If I was if I was Kev, I'd be like, hey, it is what it is, baby. I'm out here. I'm getting mine. Y'all got to figure it out. Y'all niggas was in here before me, and y'all ain't figured it out. I'm getting mines. I wouldn't be out here. I, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. Especially if I got money rolling in like that. My status is going up more and more. Um, you know, I'm damn near becoming an A-list celebrity around this mug. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, I'll be looking down too. Like, look at, look at all these peasants down here. <laughs> I wouldn't care. The hell, like, like, what does he owe these people? Grandmaster Troll's pretty funny. I like, yeah, he, he, he documents this stuff pretty well. Brian Solange was doxxed. Look, I'm not, listen, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So I'm, not, I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying that these dudes are ugly because I'm, I'm judging them. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying it from the standpoint, niggas know ugly niggas. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't make you, that doesn't make you suspect. You, you you know when a nigga's ugly. You know when a, you know when a nigga's handsome, and you know when a nigga's ugly. Like I wish I wish people would stop acting like that's that's just some suspect stuff to say. You can look at a dude as a straight heterosexual male and look at another dude and be like, all right, that's a handsome brother, or that's an ugly dude. You know what I'm saying? We all know it. You know what I mean? We all know it, and we all know it because we all know who the women are attracted to. It's like you look at somebody like LL Cool J back in his day. I can't sit here and pretend like the brother wasn't handsome. He got my, you know what I'm saying? My wife was a huge fan of this nigga for some damn reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know. You know. And a lot of these dudes know. That's why they'll never cut them cameras on, which is part of the reason why they'll never, ever elevate to the status of a Kevin Samuels. Because, you know, to get to his status, you got to have a lot of women in your audience. You can't, you can't just build this off of dudes. How many dudes, how many black men do y'all think actually exist out there that watch YouTube like this? It's only about a, it's only so many. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to attract women and other races. And the women, they wanna see some handsome faces. That's just the reality of it. It's the same thing with dudes that be subbing to some of these women's channel. Go find me an ugly female content creator that got a bunch of fans you'd be hard pressed to find it damn to all the female content creators regardless of what genre of videos they make for the most part most of these women are fairly attractive in some capacity so why would it not be the same for dudes women want to see handsome dudes <laughs> especially especially if you're going to be out there talking reckless and greasy about women you better look good because I told you guys before, I did a video about a month ago. There's just certain things that handsome men can get away with that ugly dudes can't get away with. A handsome guy can tell a woman all kind of crazy stuff. But as long as she thinks that nigga's attractive, she'll let that dude slide. Just like Derek Jackson. That's why he ain't going nowhere. But you get an ugly brother out there trying to tell a woman some, some, some of the same crazy stuff the handsome dude says, she ain't going for it. She gonna hit the flag button and report your ass to the law. <laughs> so that's just how it works in real life, y'all. That's just how it works in real life. So all these dudes talking reckless and greasy and they trying to follow the Kevin Samuels model and they wanna check black women. Well, y'all better check the mirrors to make sure your teeth is straight 
and you got your you out here looking like Denzel in his prime. Because if not, you ain't going nowhere in this YouTube space talking like that. You ain't finna, you ain't never gonna blow. Ain't no no woman wants to sit around and look at an ugly dude talk shit about women online. That's just not gonna happen. That is not gonna happen, y'all. says kevin isn't that funny he can get roasted easy he'd be looking sus in those spick pics he looks suspect to dudes <laughs> the women are obviously digging him he looks suspect to dudes and he probably looks suspect to dudes that can't dress like him and aren't uh aren't perceived to be as handsome as some of the women think he is that's what it is like a nigga like me i don't give a damn what this nigga look like I'm a handsome nigga my damn self, you know what I'm saying? And y'all be like, but you don't never show your face, nigga. My face is all over YouTube. But I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that. Like, that's that's me, me over here calling him sus because he had a jerry curl in the 80s. <laughs> Everybody had jerry curls in the 80s. Go look at my parents' wedding pictures. My dad had a jerry curl. <laughs> that was the style back then. Everybody was doing that in the 80s. I mean, that doesn't make you suspect. That just makes you. That was just a style. That was just a. That was just how people dressed back then. You know, once upon a time we used to dress in baggy clothes like the '90s, and I remember when skinny jeans first came out. Now everybody was like, "Oh, look at them dudes rocking skinny jeans." Now you can't go two feet. Everybody got skinny jeans on. <laughs> That's the way it goes. But regardless of all that. Regardless of how you look, what your old pictures look like, if you're going to hop on YouTube and you're going to be trying to call yourself checking black women or women in general, you better be a handsome nigga. That's what you better be. You better be a handsome nigga. You better be a handsome dude because that's the only way you're going to be able to get away with it. All you hide behind avatar Negroes, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. You'll probably you, you you'll probably get a you'll probably be able to get up to about twenty twenty five thousand subs, but if you're trying to break into the stratosphere of YouTube and make the big bucks, keep dreaming, nigga. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> never gonna happen. Especially if your content is centered around checking black women. It can happen outside of this genre. Like you could be an ugly dude. You could be an ugly, you could be an ugly dude, right? With your face all in the camera, making videos, talking about financial stuff, right? You can get a get, you can get a big ass channel like that. I know there's this is black YouTuber I'm sub to. I can't remember what his name is. This dark skinned chubby black dude, kind of look like a little, a little young Biggie Smalls. <laughs> he got like 150,000 subs, but all he does is make videos talking about. Small businesses you can start up, business ideas you can start up. Probably pulls about five to ten thousand video uh, views a video, so he's probably making a nice little chunk of change each month, right? He ain't no handsome brother. He is far from a handsome dude, but he knows his lane. He knows his lane. You know what I'm saying? He knows I'm not physically attractive enough to be out here trying to check black women, <laughs> but he's managed to build an audience. That is well over six, uh, that, that is over 100,000 subs 
where he's probably doing this full time on YouTube now. So it can be done. But you can't be out here trying to check women and you you ugly as hell. That's just not going to work. Oh, yeah. JT Hustles. That's his name. JT Hustles. I like JT Hustles. You know what I'm saying? That's his name. But that's just the that's just the reality of it, man. And nobody wants to see the everybody act like this is some some super complicated stuff. He's stealing people's talking points. He's this. He's suspect. He, no, 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 it's not. It's really simple. You can talk crazy to black women and make tons and tons of money if you are an attractive dude. It's always worked like that. It worked like that before YouTube. Handsome niggas. Like I keep giving y'all the example. You take you take your stereotypical handsome Pookie and Ray Ray. Because every Pookie and Ray Ray ain't no busted up looking dude. You got some handsome looking dudes out there. As a matter of fact, what was that dude? He went viral a couple years ago off of his um off of his mug shot. Light skinned dude. He had like tattoos on his neck. He went viral. He got arrested and his mug shot went viral. And you had all kind of women out there talking about they want to pay his bail. Yeah, Jeremy Meeks. Jeremy Meeks' baby mama is a billionaire. In case y'all didn't know that. In case y'all didn't know that. Jeremy Meeks, the brother, straight up gangbanger. I can't remember what he went to jail for, but he had a he had a a very handsome dude. After he got out of jail, he started modeling. Then he ended up getting up, he ended up getting with some white chick who's like the heiress to some billion billionaire or something like that, and put a baby inside of her. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So even handsome pookies can can do things that that uh, ugly non pookies can't get away with. I mean that's 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 just the way life goes, man. Attractive people can get away with stuff. Unattractive people can't get away with. That's just the way it is. That's the way Mother Nature made this thing happen, B. That's just how it goes. And, it, and it, it goes like that in YouTube as well. Yeah, one of the Rothschilds, yeah. But that's just how it goes. Yeah, yeah look at Tyrese. <laughs> well, Ty, uh, Ty, uh, Tyrese is a... Well, Tyrese is a... That, that's a, that's a weird-looking dude. But Tyrese can sing. He's had some hit songs... So he has a talent that can. <laughs> okay, I put it like this: you gotta be a you gotta be a handsome dude, or you gotta have an extraordinary talent that can mask your lack of being handsome. I put it that way. I mean, you can't just have a talent. That shit has to be extraordinary. You know what I'm saying? So Tyrese is a perfect example of that. <laughs> He's a perfect example. Of that. He has an extraordinary talent for singing, compared to the average person out there. Or Seal, there you go. Look at Seal. You know what I mean? Well, Seal, I think he was born that way. That's actually a birth defect or something like that. But he had an extraordinary talent for singing. And had and was married to like uh one of the top supermodels in the world at one point. So that that's that's how it works for people. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, and he still pulls chicks to this day. That's how this works, y'all. You know what I mean? That's how this works. But anyways, y'all want to be successful, cut them cameras on, man. Cut them cameras on.
Yeah, he was married to Heidi Klum. There's a lot of ugly dudes out there that get women, but they have an extraordinary talent. I'm talking about not just uh, you're good at something. No, they are extraordinary at it. That talent is able to make them a lot of money. So, you know. So that's kind of how it goes. So if you want to be in YouTube and you're not a handsome dude, you want to do the Kevin Samuels numbers, well, you're going to have to have an extraordinary talent. Extraordinary. Something that people just can't get enough of. Or you're going to have to go talk about something else other than black women. That's how this works. You got to cut the cameras on, man. That's what we come here to see. We come here to see faces. It's the whole purpose of YouTube. You broadcasting yourself. We want to see faces. We want to make connections. That's the whole point. People want to make a connection with a. I mean, that's just that's just how it works, B. You you uh, you know outside of radio, but you know most people listen to radio because they're trapped inside their car all day, but or for a certain amount, for a certain amount of time. But when you look at that TV and stuff, you want to see faces. You want to look at people. It's the same thing that works on YouTube. Those who show their face, they oftentimes tend to uh, get bigger audiences. That's not the standard, but you know. This is what it is across the board for most people. Says Kim was attracted to Biggie without the buddy. Nah, Kim was attracted to Biggie because she knew he was about to be be a rapper. He was about to be the the next biggest thing out there. Biggie had an extraordinary talent. There's old videos of him rapping in Brooklyn outside of the corner store, he was the man. He was out there just dominating everybody. So she was attracted to his talent. She wasn't attracted to that nigga because of his looks. And Lil' Kim was fine as hell back in the day, Zeno. What the hell is you talking about? Lil' Kim was fine as hell back in the day. <laughs> Before she messed herself all up. So that's how this works, y'all. That's the secret. To Kevin's uh, recipe right there. He got the camera on. He suited and booted. In a manner that. Women and people across. Uh, various races. You know. They think is, they think he's attractive. And then he packages his stuff up. Without having to call you the B word. Every five seconds. You know what I'm saying. He doesn't go above and beyond. With the profanity. I mean you can. You know his stuff is like. His content's like PG-13 for the most part. He ain't trying to be NC-17 or rated R like everybody else. That's just the way it is. That's the secret right there. And so what? He took your talking points. Well, you weren't using them to, to the best of your ability. So he, he found a way to use them better than you. Well, what are you going to do? You going to cry about it? You know, cry your way into some views. I was doing it before Kevin. <laughs> he used to be in my chat. I got Kevin's numbers. I knew Kevin. I went to Kevin Samuels' event back in the day. <laughs> like, all right. All right. <laughs> that was back then. What you going to do now? Get out there and make your content, man. Get out there and make your content. But like I said, if you want to make content talking about black women, you better step your looks up. 
or you better come out there on, with some Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey tricks to keep their attention because <laughs> it ain't going to work for you. It ain't going to work. You can put all the suits on you want, but if you just a scruffy looking dude, you only going to go so far. That's why I suggest y'all y'all seek out other arenas. Those of y'all who are content creators, explore other genres of YouTube. Get it popping, because black YouTube ain't the only content. I don't know why people, I don't know why black folks think black YouTube is the only thing on YouTube. Black YouTube is like a drop in a bucket or a drop in an ocean. You can go out there and get 100,000 plus subscribers teaching people how to trim bushes, <laughs> teaching people how to rake leaves up. It's like all kind of stuff you can do. As in literally. I'm subbed to this white chick right now. She got probably about 60, 70,000 subs. She, uh, I've been subbed to her since she had about 20,000 subs. So she don't grew about 50,000 subs in the past six months. All she does is make videos talking about um, how to um, how to how to make embroideries and and how to you know a little arts and crafts type of stuff, man. When I feel like getting my arts and crafts on, I go watch her content <laughs> with me and a whole bunch of other people. She's some goofy-looking white chick. Ain't nothing really attractive about her, but she has a nice her her, her talent for arts and crafts is pretty damn impressive with the stuff she knows how to do and how she know and how well she knows how to explain it and simplify it to where anybody can do it and get the same damn near the same results she's able to get. You know what I mean? Um, I gave you JT Hustles. It's, it's, it's a whole bunch of people out there. You don't have to just reserve yourself to this black content, black YouTube. You can go out there and get it popping in all kind of areas on YouTube, man. But for some reason, a lot of y'all come in here thinking if you want to be a content creator, this is how you get. You, this is how you got to get to the money. Shit, no the hell you don't. No the hell you don't. Shit, my other channel got. What I got like I got almost thirty one hundred subscribers over there. That channel makes like two or three times the money this channel makes, and I don't. I, I don't even go live on that channel. I did one live video like last week, <laughs> but I don't even go live over there. That channel's probably gonna pass this channel. With probably by this year, but you know, those are just my two cents, though. Those are just my two cents, man. You know I mean, for those you want to make videos and y'all want to get some of this Kevin Samuels money, it ain't. It's a whole bunch of people getting that. It's a whole bunch of people getting Kevin Samuels money, even getting more than him. That don't do black YouTube. Marquis, uh, what's his name? Marquis Brownlee. Whatever his name is. That dog got like 12, 13 million subs on YouTube. All he does is tech reviews. He probably pulls in over six figures a month off YouTube. He's been doing this since he was like in high school. You got some other people out there. I mean, it's just too many to name, but it's just like everybody wants to either you want to copy Kevin, mimic him. Or you want to cry about him because you wish that was you. It's like, well, it's not you. He's him and you're you. He's 
you know, no matter if you felt like he stole your stuff, well, obviously he's able to do it better than you were able to do it. So now what are you going to do? Are you going to cry about it? Are you going to go out there and go toe-to-toe and compete with him? Or are you just going to fall back and do your normal content and just, you know, stick to doing what it is that you know how to do instead of crying about this dude all day? I mean, Coleon Noir, yeah, he's the, the black lawyer that talks about guns all day. Flossy, he talks about tech. I know who he is. He said, gee, I brought your name up to my friend, and he said, that's the dude who does the tech stuff. Oh, somebody you know in real life watches my tech channel. See? I'm becoming a star out in these streets. <laughs> I told you, I met, I met, I ran into a dude in real life down here who recognized me from my Tech G channel. I was, I was like, hell yeah, I'm the man out in these streets. One person recognized me. Super facts. Yeah, Mike, we ain't talking about nothing. I'm over here just trying to get some views. <laughs> I'm trying to get some views. Okay, he's into that type of stuff. That's cool. I mean, like that channel, you know, I don't want to keep you know talking about it, but you know, that channel teaches y'all how to get, go out there and get to the to this industry. Appreciate that, David. Now, don't get it twisted. You know, the stuff I teach, you're not going to get you a six-figure job straight out the door. That's just not going to work unless you want to go overseas and be a contractor in Afghanistan or Iraq, something like that. But, you know, the stuff I teach, it can have you, you know, within about five years, you could be earning six figures. And five years goes by pretty quick. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's the kind of stuff I teach. Appreciate that, Kay. So, um, matter of fact, I'm about to start posting content for the third. I got two certifications, full-blown certifications on that channel, man. So I'm about to start creating content for the Network Plus certification. So I'm, so we that channel's been. I've been posting content since April of last year. Uh, so now I'm, I'm I'm about to be working on posting content for my third certification. So you know what I'm saying. Trying to help people out. But most of the people that, that take advantage of it are like are mostly white folks over there. Ain't too many ain't too many black folks taking advantage. I mean we got some. I'm not gonna say it's not any. But you know, most of the messages that I get are from because uh, you know people email me all the time over there. They send me messages, you know, just constantly. The overwhelming majority will be white folks. That's cool. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna discriminate against the white folks because they money's green like everybody else. <laughs> but you know, the intent was I created this for for Negroes. But you know, I can't put Negro IT as the channel name. That's not gonna fly. You know what I'm saying? But you know, whatever. But I'm open to taking anybody's money because I'm providing them an actual product that they can use. Instead of watching Black Manosphere, calling hair hats and dusties, let's build ourselves up. Uh, you know, David, that's inspirational. Niggas been saying that since forever. We need to work together. We need to support one another's. Man, niggas been saying that forever. You know, at some point, you just got to do it. You just got to do it. And, you know, instead of you waiting, waiting to work with everybody else, just my thing is just go work, just go work on yourself, man. <laughs> so... That's all you can really do when it comes to the overall community, 
you just have to work on yourself. And, you know, hopefully you can link up with like-minded people who have worked on themselves. But sitting around here trying to convince everybody else to work on themselves and come together is a futile endeavor. Work on getting you right and then surround yourself as best you can around others who have already worked on themselves. I'm talking about whether it's professional friendships or personal ones with your woman. Like, like you go out there, you work on yourself and you want to get, you, get with you a shorty, you know, Try to go out there and find a shorty who's already worked on herself. You know, somebody you ain't got to be trying to build up from scratch. You know what I mean? That's, that's my personal views on it. And I don't even care if the chick is a baby mama or not. I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? Now, me personally, I wouldn't deal with a baby mama. Those are just my personal views. But I'm not going to knock somebody that wants to deal with a baby mama. Because all baby mamas ain't raggedy, tore-down chicks. Some of them may have made a mistake. But, you know... I know one particular chick, me and her used to kind of date in college. Um, nothing, nothing real, real serious, but anyways, she ended up having a baby. Um, anyways, that didn't work out with the, with the father of her kid. Anyway, she's been a single mom now for probably about 10 years. 10, 10, I don't know, how old is her son? Her son's probably about 13, 14 years old now. She's been a single mom doing it all on her own, but she, uh, she got her PhD. So she's out here, works in the education, doing something. I think she has like her own business or something. I don't know. But anyways, she's making cheese. She's doing what she got to do. And I've known her since college. So I know she ain't a bad woman. She just, <laughs> she just, she just uh, made that one mistake that cost her, that, that ended up getting her pregnant. But, you know, to my knowledge, she ain't been going around here on some ratchet hood rat shit. I appreciate that, uh, Kay. But anyways, the whole point is this. If you want the community, if you, if you want, instead of saying we need to do this, we need to do that, no, you go out there and you do what you need to do. Whatever it is you got going on in your life that you need to fix, get better, correct, whatever, you go out there and do it. And then as you do it, hopefully you'll attract other people who have got something going on in their life. And then, you know, y'all can link up and build from there. I wouldn't waste time trying to convince and sell other people on how to fix yourself. I, I wouldn't do it. It's a wasted, it's just wasted energy. I mean, you might get an audience that'll be like, yeah, yeah, we need to do something. Because, you know, everybody loves to hear that. Yeah, we need to. But yeah, how many people are going to actually go do it? So just fix you. Work on you. You know what I mean? And if my solution is something that you feel like you can implement, by all means, do it. If somebody else's solution that you feel like you can implement, by all means do it. But at the end of the day, you got to pick something. If you aren't where you want to be in life, you got to pick something. And, you know, everybody that come in here, what's the solution? YouTube is full of solutions. If you get up, if you, if you stop listening to nonstop gender war, black women ain't shit videos all day long and, and actually go explore YouTube, you'll probably find about 50 million solutions out there. You just got to pick one that you think you can implement into your life and learn about it, become an expert in it to the best of your abilities and, and go out there and make it do what it do. That's, that's, how, that's how this works in life, y'all. But the people who are always talk about, what's the solutions? These are the people who watch everything on YouTube but solution-oriented videos. <laughs> they watch everything on YouTube except solution-oriented videos. They just watch the latest drama. Ooh, 
What Angry Man said about Kevin Samuels. Ooh, what Kevin said about the black women's. Ooh, what Obsidians. And, and what is everybody else saying? I mean, you can watch that stuff. I'm not saying that you can't, but you got to learn how to, you got you to provide some balance in your life. You know, at least give 50% of your time to something educational, and then the other 50% to the, to the non-educational, ain't going to get you nowhere in life content. You know what I mean? You just got to find some balance. That's all. I did a stream last week on how to trademark your business. I had a lawyer come through to talk, talk about it. See? Y'all want to know how to trademark your business? You got K out here dropping knowledge about that. You got, I mean, you got brothers out here doing things. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you know. It's just a matter of, you know, if, if a person out there wants to learn that, you're going to have to go watch this man's video. Take notes and see what you can uh, extract from it and, and apply it in your life. This ain't hard to figure out, y'all. I mean, it's really not. We're, not. we're not talking about, you know, you trying to go get college degrees, go get PhDs, and we're, we're just talking about you watching a video. <laughs> Same thing you do right now. You just watch a video. Expand your mind, expand your horizons, because it's just so much more to YouTube than black YouTube and the black manosphere. There's so much more to it than that. And like I say, if you're a content creator, it's so much more to, it, there's, there's so many opportunities for you to make money and become the next big thing on YouTube without you having to figure out how to become the next Kevin Samuels. I'll talk about black women and black men all day. Or woe is me, white supremacy all day. There's so much money out there. There's a dude I'm sub to called, um, I can't remember what his name is. He got about 40, 50,000 subs. Black dude. His whole channel is about how to, how to get started in the uh, dumpster rental business. Like he makes videos educating people how he got started with dump, dumpster rentals. Like he'll, he'll drop his little dumpster off in front of people trying to uh, renovate houses. He talks about the whole process. That's all he talks about. Probably got about 40, 50,000 subs right now. Probably makes, I don't know. I don't know. I, probably, I would imagine he probably makes about two grand a month, maybe a little more. I have no idea. But, you know, it's still, still pretty decent money. So, I, don't know I mean, I'm just saying. If, like I said, if the black manosphere actually those content creators actually put more time and energy into creating content that's actually useful to black me black men i should say where a black person can watch their content and actually go apply it in real life to actually better themselves you know this space might actually be something of true value because right now it's just like constantly hearing about black women it's constantly just non-stop relationship videos about who can check black women the hardest, who got the latest stats and the scientific research about the dating habits of black men and women. It's like, my nigga, you know, at the end of the day, none of that matters as much as you think it matters. What matters is, does she find you attractive? Do you find her attractive? Yes, money can help with the attractiveness to a certain degree. Yes, looks can help. Well, looks definitely helps, I'll put it that way. I mean, you know, but anyway, the whole point I'm saying is this. Relationships ain't hard, man. One of, the mo one of the main key components of relationships is first and foremost, are you actually attracted to the other person? 
Everything else after that is just, you know, frosting and cherries and little sprinkles on the cake. But you can't get around. You can't, you cannot, you can't ignore the attractive factor. You can't, you can't, you can't, you, you just can't. Nobody wants to be with an unattractive person. <laughs> and then all you do is thinking that y'all deserve dime pieces. Well, are you worthy of a dime piece? Just because, I, you know, let's turn them cameras on, see how you look. Because dime pieces, you know, contrary to popular belief, dime pieces, you know, they like, they like handsome men too. <laughs> they like handsome men too. You know, if they can't find one, then they'll, they'll go for the dude that has money. But, you know, they like handsome brothers, too. Looks matter, B. <laughs> like real talk. So work on yourself. Work on your fitness. All kind of fitness channels out there. There's this dude called Bully Juice. Black dude. Used to be in the Air Force. Big muscular dude. He got all kind of videos up there to help you get in shape. Um, just all kind of stuff, man. So you got to get in shape. You got to get your education on, your skills on, do all kind of stuff. Then all of a sudden, you do all that, you start getting all the women's that you desire. At least you, you know, I don't know if you'll get them, but, you know, you'll be one step closer to getting them, I guess. Who knows? But nah, man, we got to talk about Kevin Samuels. What Kevin doing? Why he getting so popular? How come he on everybody's show? What's he going to be talking about on Tasha K? Same thing he talked about on every other podcast. <laughs> I don't know why people be like, like he's had to drop some new profound stuff. The same thing he talked about on Joe Budden. Same thing he talked about on, on No Jumper or whatever the heck that thing was. Pretty much the same thing. I'm Kevin Samuels. I talk about black women because women don't, they don't know what men want. We've been telling, we've been telling women what men, what, we've been telling women what men want for years. They just haven't been listening. But now they're listening to me because I'm Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Same thing. Y'all already know the answers. No, I'm not gay. Yes, I like Kitten Hill Gucci shoes. And I like man purses. But I'm not gay. Same thing. There's going to be like 50 reaction videos. Ooh, Kevin said he's not gay. Ooh, what did Kevin say on Tasha K? Ooh, oh, ooh, ooh. Y'all get y'all views, but it's like, all right. It's like, all right, man. Are you really, are you really a content creator? Or are you just, uh, I mean, if, if you're a reaction channel, like mediocre tutorials and review, all right, then it is what it is. But at least with him, he declares what he is from the jump. He doesn't try to pretend to be anything else. That's what he says he is, and that's what he does. So that's, that's one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that other guy, No Shack Life, that does those reviews of music videos. They state what they are up front. Everybody else is trying to mask it. Like, like, like they're, I'm a black metal sphere content creator here to educate the women's. But 90% of your videos, you're doing reviews of what somebody else has said. You're doing eight, you're doing five, six, eight hour live streams, rehashing what another person said. Let's just call yourself a, a uh, review channel, bro. Just call yourself that. Stop trying to pretend like it, is, it ain't what it is. You're a guy who wants to review everything Kevin Samuel says because you know that you'll pick up a couple extra coins by putting his name in the thumbnail and the title. That's what you are. 
And if that's what you are, fine. But just declare it. Stop trying to pretend to be something that you clearly aren't at this point. <laughs> yeah, man. People need to stop lying and fronting as to what they're actually on, on these platforms doing. Anyways, y'all, I'm about to roll. Anybody know what time it is? I can't check my, my, my hold up. Let me check my time. Hold on. All right. I got to get ready to roll. I got to go do something. Uh, appreciate the monies. Um, appreciate that. But I, I got I to gotta get ready to bounce. Um, so y'all be safe out there. Uh, you know, enjoy it while it lasts until the next Kevin, uh, until the next Kevin Samuels replacement comes. But, you know, I'm just saying, I just think it's a bit much for a bunch of dudes to be sitting around here. And all you do is just talk about another man and what he's doing. Like, when are people going to talk about you and what you're doing? Like, when is that going to, I mean, does, does that not bother people? Like, I look forward to the day. I mean, it's already happening to a certain extent with my IT channel where people are talking about my IT content and they're comparing it up against the number one person in my category who does what I do on YouTube. There's this other guy called Professor Messer, this white dude. He has like four, five hundred thousand subs. People constantly compare my shit up against his. I only got three thousand subs. And people always tell me how my stuff is much better than his. You know what I'm saying? But I look forward to the day my name is my name is ringing bells all over YouTube because the stuff that I create that is original or not centered around somebody else. I just can't. I don't. I guess it just makes me feel a certain type of way to know that people would look at my stuff and my name only rings bells because I'm talking about another person and my name ain't ringing bells because they're talking about something that I've done. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense, but, you know, it is what it is. All right, anyways, I got to bounce. Y'all be safe. Peace.